Hey friend, are you asking yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? I don't think so. I think there's something else that I'm meant to be doing. Welcome to the Painting Your Path podcast, where we have real conversations about what it takes to step out, be bold, and do you. I'm your host, Clarissa Castillo-Ramsey. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. I am so delighted that you're here. If you're an aspiring writer, you are in for a special treat. Today, I chat with my friend, Tracy Scoose. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Tracy lives on Vancouver Island on the traditional and unceded territories of the Comox First Nation. Her work has appeared in several literary journals throughout North America. In April of 2020, her short story collection, Hunger Moon, was released by New West Press and was a finalist for the Rakuten Kobo Emerging Writer Prize. Tracy also founded The Writing Journey, an online creative writing school for fiction and memoir writers who want to finish their stories and get them out into the world. So let's dive into my chat with Tracy. Tracy, it is so good to have you here. Thanks for joining me. It's so great to be here with you, Clarissa. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So I know you live in Canada, and I wasn't sure if you were born there, but a question that I wanted to ask was, what is it like living in Canada, growing up in Canada, if you grew up in Canada? Can you share a little bit about your early years? My early years. Well, I was actually born in Montreal, in Quebec, and only lived there a very short time. And my parents moved moved us down to Tucson, Arizona, where I lived for six years or five years, and then moved us back to Toronto. So I grew up predominantly in Toronto, which is, you know, one of the big urban centers of Canada. Um, and then when I when I came of age, I left and I went to Halifax for a year. So that's on the east coast of Canada. And then I moved to the west coast of Canada, where I still live. And I live on Vancouver Island, about midway up the island. So living in Canada, it's a big country. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, um, And I think when I lived in Toronto, I thought that, as a lot of Torontonians do, that Toronto is the central, you know, heart of Canada. But um, there's there's such diversity and um, different ways of living in this country. You know, there's people who live, my sister lives in northern BC. Uh, When I went and visited her this past winter, it was minus 38 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that translates to in Fahrenheit, but it's freaking cold. Really cold. Oh yeah, like gosh. where we, we actually did this thing where we boiled water and then took it outside and threw it and it, it, it evaporates. It's called sublimation. It was really, it was the best thing about that temperature. And then we like retreated inside <laughs> um, around the fire. But, it, you know, that's the, I think, perception sometimes is that it's very cold in Canada. And really on Vancouver Island, it's just very wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so it's um, Vancouver Island. When I when I reached here um, in my early twenties, I thought this is where I was meant to live. Mm. Um, and I was talking last night to my son's girlfriend and saying, you know, when I when I li living on Vancouver Island connects, I feel more connected to the earth. Mm -hmm. like, so that's yeah. I and I've been to Vancouver. It was a long, long, long time ago, and I just remember how beautiful it was. And going to Chinatown, I met a girlfriend there, and just the hustle and bustle of the city. And it also felt very friendly. I know Canadians have that reputation of being very friendly, and I definitely experienced that. And and Tracy, I know that you're a writer, and I'm just curious. Growing up in Canada, did that like what influenced you, maybe um, with your writing, in terms of living in this? I think play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my book, um, which is a collection of short stories, a lot of the stories actually take place in Toronto. Some of them take place on Vancouver Island, Victoria, because I used to live in Victoria. Um, and in the Comox Valley where I currently live. And so there's a lot of place really matters in my stories. And um, I actually even have a story that takes place in Australia, but um, I, I feel like there's really a relationship between body and memory and place. Mm. We don't, we're not just born into a vacuum the place that we're in continual relationship with the place we live in mm, absolutely yeah and has writing been part of your entire life can you no. talk a little bit about that yeah no i i um always want to be that person that was that says i've been writing stories since i was four you know <laughs> But I think when I was a child, I I loved the immersive kind of play where, you know, your Barbies, you set up a situation with your Barbies or with your stuffed animals and then you <laughs> dive in or <clears throat> role playing kind of games where you become a character. But really, I didn't decide to become a writer. I, and, I, and for sure, I wrote stories, you know, in grade school where you had one side that was lined in your notebook and one side where mm -hmm. you drew your picture. Um, but I really didn't decide to become a writer until I was in my early 20s. Mm. Mm -hmm. Nice. And then yeah. it was just kind of a voice that was like, be a writer. And I thought, how hard can it be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's awesome. And it's similar for me. Like, thinking back to my childhood, I, I loved creating stories with my stuffed animals with, I mean, just my imagination and I would like sing songs. So that was, I don't know, my way of, I don't know if that's writing, but anywho, being creative. And then, and then I got put in these special classes for the gifted kids. And we had to, we had to write stories all the time. Mm -hmm. And I really, I don't know, I, I kind of didn't like it. I kind of didn't want to be in that class for whatever reason. And then later in life, 
I was like, you know what? I kind of want to write a book. And so, yeah. So a little, a little bit of similarity there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to shift directions just a just a skosh. Could you share with us, Tracy, like what was, what had, what was your career path and how did you, so how did you get to where you are today? And I know that's a big question, but yeah. And I know you work with corporate. I was like, oh, I have a very different path. Um, I love uh, it. I was, um, as I said, when I was in my early 20s, I decided to be a writer, which just was a little idea. Thought I thought, oh, I do really well in my papers at university. I'll just be, be a writer, whatever that meant. And then I um, was a tree planting cook. So I don't know if you know about tree planting, but it no. is it is part of the forest industry in in Canada and BC, where you know camps of people go out into the into the bush we call it and live and work from there, and they every day go out with their bags full of trees and hand plant trees in to reforest the land that's been logged. And I worked as a cook for these camps. And so I did that for a few years and then I got pregnant and Mm -hmm. I went through with the pregnancy and had this baby. I was still in my, you know, it's mid twenties. And um, I hadn't quite finished university. I think at that point I had one more year. And so when he was, quite small he slept really well and so I just was like okay I'm going to be a writer someone gave me um Natalie Goldberg's book writing down the bones do you know that one I've heard of it I haven't read it but definitely heard of that okay well that it was a great impetus for me to actually start the writing process to sit to get a notebook a pen sit down and write and she gives you prompts and you just go you know And so I did that for a long time. I was a single mom to this boy for four years. And then I met my husband and we moved to the Comox Valley. And in that time, I also worked as a yoga teacher. So I studied yoga. So yoga and writing are this kind of, um, have this symbiotic relationship in in my world. So really from that discipline that um, that is yoga and the discipline that is writing, they, they kind of support supported each other in my world. So I taught yoga and I taught yoga also so that I would have time to write because you can't teach yoga 40 hours a week right. without wrecking your body. As much as people go, oh my God, you must be so relaxed working as a yoga teacher. I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I just sound really relaxed, but really I'm like, ooh. Um, so, so I did it so that I would have the space to write. So really my whole adult life has been one to f- help support my life as a writer. Oh, that's so cool. And, and I love it. Like as you were talking, I was just thinking, just the word nourishing came to mind Mm. from being a cook to being a yoga instructor and, and, and writing and Tracy, can I ask you, so 
how did you go from, okay, I'm, I'm a cook to the yoga instructor. Can you paint us a little picture of how you flowed from one to the other? Well, one big thing is that it didn't make sense to, it, it would have been very difficult to be a cook with my son in camp. I mean, you're in, you're working, right. eight, you know, 14, 16 hour days out there in the middle of freaking nowhere. <laughs> and, um, and then, so I, you know, I had to figure out what am I going to, what am I going to do? I, I was involved in the, with the local YMYWCA in Victoria. They had a great scholarship program for, you know, women like me who didn't have a lot of money, who had a kid, childcare, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I studied under these great teachers and, um, wanted to make it wanted to make it part of my my life um in more than just the practice and so started doing teacher training this was like right at the cusp right before there was a yoga studio on every corner mm -hmm. and, and um and yeah i just kind of fell into that i would say and then maybe stayed too long mm -hmm. yeah because you know it fit but my body my body got really tired yeah of that work yeah yeah and so once you decided okay maybe it's time to close this chapter down what was next for you okay well while i was still teaching i did have my eye on i was i was like you know what i've been writing for i think at that point 15 years and i love it and yet i haven't invested in it in myself in that way. And so I, I, this is sort of early 2010s decided to do my master's of fine arts in creative writing, because what I wanted, what I was looking for was a mentor who could actually get underneath my work and, and direct me in ways like I knew how to write, I knew the discipline, but I didn't understand why some of my stories worked and some of them didn't, most of them didn't, you know, and I didn't know what was needed. So I, so I invested in my MFA thinking I'll teach in academia. We have a college here. Uh, I did get work there um, in the library as writing support for students, which is not it's like the five paragraph essay and how to write a thesis <laughs> and that sort of thing. Right. And then, um, and then write, you know, just those institutions are really mired in all sorts of bureaucracy. And what I wanted to do was work with writers who are passionate, like mm -hmm. I am, who wanted to learn, who wanted to engage. And I, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to be here for frickin' ever. And I'm not going to get the job I want. I'm going to create it myself. Oh, I love that. So I, so I just, I worked with one coach just to get the courage to actually do that. And what am I doing? Started classes around my kitchen table and then the pandemic hit and I went online and the rest, as they say, is history. Yes. And so, yes. And I am so great, grateful that you have this community because as you may or may not know, I published a book during the pandemic called painting your path. It's the name of this inspiration for this podcast. Mm -hmm. And 
but I, I feel like I'm, I'm self-taught. And so, and I know that you have a group, Tracy, the writer's journey. Yes. And I would love for you, if you could share with us a little bit more about your group and, and what we can find inside if we want to join. Yeah. So the Facebook group that is a great community of, of writers who are anywhere on their path, um, whether they're not knowing where to start with their writing, whether they're kind of stuck in the middle or whether they're in revision or have published books, whatever, wherever you're at. And it's a place where you can come for inspiration and for some trainings in the craft and um, conversation and community. Because one of the things as you probably discovered as you were writing is that when you're writing it's very solitary and yes and people who are not writers don't really get it like they don't really want to talk about point of view they don't really want to talk about um transitions or whatever it is so i feel like that support is really important for writers because it's such a weird, it is kind of a weird thing to do. I know that we have shelves and shelves of books, um, or I do anyway, if I turn So do camera, I. If I turn my camera, you'd be like, oh, that I just moved them twice this year too, from one house to another house to another house. Um, but that the, the act of writing is, you know, it's really a puzzle. Like there's a lot to figure out and, I think we think that we should just know how to do it, but mm -hmm. there's so much to it that, um, that we don't, and we think there's something wrong with us. I think if we, if we're like, like, why did she finish her book and I can't finish my book? <laughs> like right. that kind of thing, but, but working, you know, connecting with other writers, we, connect with the struggles and, and celebrations of each other. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for sharing about that. And can you share Tracy a little bit more about your, your services? Cause I know that you beyond the Facebook group, you also support writers. Yeah. I have a course called the stay motivated story intensive, which is a 15 week course and actually starts in a couple of weeks. So if anybody's interested, we can put the link in the show notes. And it's a fifth, it's a very hands on course, because um, I learned, I know I learn better that way when I have someone who can talk about how does this, you know, how does tension relate to my story? How do I integrate it into my story? So we walk through, I walk you through 15 weeks of different elements of craft, stuff that you don't really find in books, um, and, and give you ways to tailor it for your story rather than you trying to tailor your story to my idea of how you should do it, you know? And then also microfeedback sessions, which are mini, um, mini session or sessions with mini excerpts of the writer's work and we go through them and i i give you feedback which sounds like oh that you know that's pretty small it's only 200 and 250 words of your work but i'm in dialogue with the writer 
finding out where this falls, um, where the struggles are, and then the story, the feedback I give can be applied to the whole of your story. So mm. it, writers are actually really surprised at how helpful those are, especially by the time they get three or four in. They're like, oh, I get it. You know, just watching that, watching it click for the writers is really exciting. Yeah. And I think that's just so helpful because like you said, there are, there's a lot to it. And whether you're just beginning or continuing to write, it's so, it's so important to be guided, I think, and just get that feedback. Um, because like you said, it can be very solitary. I remember when I was working on my book, I was like, what the hell am I doing? I don't totally know. And, and it really wasn't until I got into the editing phase working with an editor, but that was like at the end. And in hindsight, you know, everything is, is a learning. I wish I would have gone through something like your course while I was writing my book. So that is such a great program. And yes, we will have that in the show notes. And Tracy, is there any, any other advice or any other wisdom that you can share for our aspiring writers that are going to listen to this episode? Yeah, well, I think that um, tenacity is a really important <clears throat> um, characteristic to cultivate. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, tenacity is a really important characteristic to cultivate because it is challenging and it's challenging. I mean, there are people, I think, who self-publishing is a lot more available th these days. But if you're writing something and then just throwing it up and self-publishing, I kind of worry for those people who aren't taking the time to take care of the writing and you want it to resonate with your reader. So even if you self-publish, the uh, the process of understanding how story works is really valuable. And so that takes time and practice. Mm -hmm. So that tenacity is really important because there are times you may want to give up. As you say, yes. you know, when you had the feeling of, what am I doing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember talking to, she was a career coach. I think that's how she identifies herself. And I told her about this book that I was writing. And this was back in 2018. And she was, it was an author herself. And she really encouraged me to like get it done in six months. She just was, cause I said, Oh, I think I'm going to give myself a year and a half. And she goes, no, do it. in like, she really encouraged me to do that. And, and I, I tried, but you know, it was doing something that I'd never done before. So again, I'm just circling back to how now I, now I know what I know, how important it is to work with somebody who can help you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I work mostly with memoir and fiction writers and those books can take, you know, decades sometimes for people to figure out. So having the tools to actually can save you a bit of time so that yes. you're not, you're not, you know, 10 years into a, to a novel and like, I still don't know where this is going. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, well, Tracy, this has been so wonderful to just connect with you and hear your story and hear your your journey and where can people connect with you if they want to learn more about you 
While you could start off, I'll put in the show notes again, the five ways to unstick your story. And that will, you know, give you a little, a little taste of, of ways you can work with your own story to move it forward. But also, um, then you'll be on my email list, and you'll be able to find out what I do lots of, you know, summits and, and workshops and that sort of thing. So awesome. Love to see you there. Yeah. And so my last question for you, and this is a question I ask all my guests. So the name of this podcast is Painting Your Path. And I would love to know, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I think what that means to me is a, a putting of what is important to you at the center mm. of your life. So if being a creative is most important to you and the the challenge with this world is that that's not what this world tells us is most important and most valuable and so you are we are up against a lot right because it's not productive if you're working on a novel and it takes five years that's not productive but the rewards are deeper than that. And so how can you bring your creativity, your creative life to the center and nourish it and have it nourish you so that you live a life that you're really, that delights you really and um, feeds your soul. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here. Thank you. It's been so fun. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Tracy and I would love to ask you, what was your biggest takeaway from our conversation? Email me at Clarissa at ClarissaStudio.com and the first person who answers will receive a free little gift from me. Oh my goodness, you're still here. Thank you for listening to the very end. That means a lot. If you haven't had a chance yet to rate and review the show, please do. I welcome all feedback. It just helps me get better and better. If you found this episode helpful, please consider sharing it with a friend. And if you're wondering, hmm, am I on my right path? Am I on my next best path? And you're having some questions around that, I want to invite you to a coffee chat with me. It's free and we can dive into where you are now and and let's just explore it together. Maybe I can help you. And the link for that is in the show notes. And until next time, keep painting your path.